Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Bash Bros Podcast. My name is Brad Nelson, and today I'm joined by my brother from another mother, Corey BMTG co-host. I should have thrown that in there, too. Anyway, what is up, bro? Nothing much, Bradley. I'm just chilling <laughs> out here at my computer, ready to talk to you and our special guest. Nice. What was that impersonation? It sounded familiar. No, I just, uh, you know, I, I have a little pep in my step here. So I was just, you know, kind of trying to say it in a different way. I, no one in particular. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. That's good. That, that's good to know. That That is mm-hmm. good to know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it is. It is our Christmas episode. Hooray! Tis the season. To be jolly We don't want to get DMCA'd. We don't want to get DMCA'd. Oh, yeah. Right. I think we anyway, already got anyway. canceled for just that segment of uh, music, and, actually, Brad. <laughs> anyway, this podcast, just so you all know, can be found on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. So if you're listening to this on a media platform, jump onto one of those and follow us now. That's right. Do it. Right anyway, now. Anyway, that's true. This, is, this episode is coming out on Christmas Eve, and... Um, you know, because of that, I, we wanted to bring in a very special guest. Uh, it's in fact, the Ebenezer Scrooge, the Grinch, but the real one, Oh, like, you know, real life, not a real, an actual story, just an not actual, a cartoon? Okay. actual miserable person who doesn't like Christmas. And it's other, another than, <laughs> I don't know this name, Brian Brown Dewist in D and thought Brian Brown Dewist actually liked Christmas. I thought it was Brian Brown doing that hated Christmas, Brad. It is probably Brian Brown doing. Is this Brian Brown doing? Is that is that who's with us it's right now? It's not. It's Brian Brown doing D D. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Okay. So. Yeah. Thank God the other two guys suck. They so. were horrible. Speaking of horrible, <laughs> me because I don't like Christmas. <laughs> now you so. actually don't like Christmas, Brian. It depends on what you mean by it. Because I, I enjoy. <laughs> an excuse to spend time with loved ones. I okay. don't enjoy Christmas music. I hate it. I don't enjoy okay. holiday advertisements and commercials. I don't enjoy any time you have to go out anywhere and like everything is packed and busy and stuff like that because of Christmas time. I don't enjoy yeah. the whole gift giving aspect. I don't, I don't like any of that stuff. So if you were to take all of that away and have Christmas just be a time to hang out with your family and friends and eat f- lots of food and become very fat, then I love Christmas. <laughs> well, I got to say, I think you just kind of like, you know, gave me a, a revelation right now because I don't like any of those things either, but I thought I really liked Christmas. But maybe I'm just getting old and now I hate Christmas too, Brian. Maybe you do. Maybe I'm... Maybe. Well... <laughs> Neither of you like the Christmas, uh, you know, traditions. Well, do I have a year for you? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. This is definitely uh, not like any Christmas I've had. That's for sure. I am, uh, you know, chilling in a city where I can't go home to see my family, including Brad. And uh, yeah, it, it definitely doesn't feel like Christmas, though. That's for sure. Yeah, especially because, you know, uh, I, I've never been in the Seattle area at this time, right? Because I, you know, traveled home last year. Yep. And and this time around here, you know, 2020, everyone, you know, everyone's joking this year that every day is exactly the same. But when you're in Seattle at this time of the season, <laughs> every day is literally the same. It's dark, gloomy, and a little rainy. Every really? day over, oh, over and over and over and over again. 
the weather, wow, the weather does really not bad. change. You know, it's it's the same yeah. every single day for for a couple months, and then it'll you know get better. But right now, it's just gray, cloudy, cold, and rainy. Just every you day. Know it, God, that sounds depressing as hell. You know, it does change though, Brad. What you and not for the better, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> uh, so I'm guessing you don't get any snow in Seattle, huh? Not true. Uh, we have a we have a little on the ground right it, now, but oh, really, it snowed. I mean, like so little. It's it's kind of like um, if it's kind of like dandruff in our backyard right now. Okay, okay. Well, you guys have you guys heard of Head and Shoulders? I mean, I think you can you know clean that up real quick. Is that like head, shoulders, knees, and toes? No, no, no. You you don't need the knees or toes. Uh, that's for body wash, Brian. I don't know if we need a lesson on hygiene or... Well, I use body wash on my head, Corey, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good point. I guess shampoo is not uh, the most useful tool for you. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, so, uh, I mean, I, I, can, I can understand to an extent. Uh, I mean, we're all like... You know, older, we don't have kids yet. I think, like, a lot of that holiday cheer comes from having children. <laughs> yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I at least think that. Um, I mean, I, I I will miss I will miss the traditional Christmases that we used to have. Um, yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, like, growing up with divorced parents and all the different places I had to go to, like, it... it it never Christmas Eve always felt rushed for me because I would have to go to one place, <laughs> then another and then another. Yeah. So me and Brad have uh, really interesting Christmas routines, you know, go, both come from split homes. But my family, me and Brad's family did our things Christmas Eve night. And then my family always did it Christmas Day. But for whatever reason, your family, Brad, just said, you know what? You do a Christmas Eve. Well, we're going to also do a Christmas Eve. So get yeah. wrecked. Like, it was always pretty relaxing for me. I just got two full Christmases that were always, you know, uh, pretty spaced out. And I got to spend like the whole day at each of them. And we're like, we'd see you and be like, OK, well, good to see you, Brad. Fifteen minutes later, you had to leave to your other one. And Oh, yeah. yeah and then I had nothing to do on Sunday or on Christmas Day. <laughs> like, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Well, didn't I we always go a to a bar? That I and, had. And, yeah. yeah, we went to a bar and then would just play like drafts or something when we were younger. Oh, that that I don't consider younger. <laughs> well, now at this point, now that we're like 30, younger can mean 21, not like 17 at a bar, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess <laughs> that that is true. I'm thinking like way back in the day. I'm not, yeah. I'm not thinking like, you know, six years ago. Yeah, I can't even think back past March, so I really don't know. <laughs> I just can't even think at all, so. <laughs> well, I'm so glad to have you on the podcast, Brian. Uh, you know what? It is an honor and a privilege to be a special guest on this cast. Um, well, don't steal, don't say, steal Andrea's intro, dude. That's not cool. Uh, who's that? Andre Manguji, come on, man. We, we know that's his intro. Not familiar with him. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, there's only uh, one of the most successful, one of the most successful Magic players of all time. Don't know who it is. Yeah, interesting. And, and the most successful host of the Bash Bros podcast. Doesn't ring a bell. Listen to every episode of the Bash oh, yeah. Bros podcast. Doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, you have. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> 
any constructive criticism for us then or i think we want to keep this episode short (laughs) harsh (laughs) harsh (laughs) so enough goofing around guys what is our topic today bradley oh wait it's goofing around around? oh okay all right then let's continue yeah. (laughs) yeah no so so this is our our christmas episode we didn't really want to spend a lot of time talking about um you know, just magic because we're not, you know, all playing it that much right now. And it's a lot of cube and, and casual time. And we were thinking about taking the week off, but I thought it would be more fun if we just tell some stories and talk about the year and talk about things that usually would eat up too much time if we had like a, a topic that we really want to talk about that was magic related. But, you know, just talk about like our puppies and our favorite memories and cities we liked and something like that a lot of you on social media helped us out with some some things. So I just, you know want to ask you all a few questions that are fun from the past and then just BS for a little bit before we all, you know, uh, get more busy in the next couple of days. Cause I mean, I've got a few things that I'm doing this Chris, this holiday season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds like a fun episode. I got to say Andrea Mangucci just turned off the episode. I would imagine then, uh, he's like, well, nope, all BSing. I'm off that one. Oh, so he's yeah. gone. <laughs> I have heard of him. I've heard of him. I know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> you were just shy brian oh i wasn't shy i just refused to mm. acknowledge it while he was still listening okay okay smart smart <laughs> you know we do have thousands of other people that listen to our podcast right really we really? do it's it's shocking i know i, I didn't believe it either wow i have said so i really thought it was just man i've said some incredibly embarrassing things in that light i didn't know i'm so, I'm so sorry for everything i've ever said <laughs> now those are the pre-shows brian we know it it, it all gets uh, let loose there <laughs> oh god oh all right well anyway brian you say all right the first thing we're gonna talk about is you say that you're you're an ebenezer scrooge or a grinch to christmas yes but can, can you actually you know what 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 what's your favorite you know holiday moment slash what's your favorite gift you've ever gotten because I, I want to find some joy some holiday spirit in you that you didn't even know that you had so there are two memories that um kind of became uh i guess like hallmarks of the brown doing family christmas so I thought I would share those two stories. So one of them was, uh, I'm trying to remember how old I was. I'm guessing I was probably about 10 years old. Um, my brother, So I have a lot of siblings, but one of my older brothers, he's six years older than me. Uh, he had just gotten a new shirt for Christmas. Oh, wow. And it was, of course, <laughs> a white t-shirt. And uh, my younger brother is five years younger than me. Wait, why is that of course? <laughs> Like, of course it was a color in and, the color spectrum. See, I was wondering why you were, you were so shocked that it was a shirt, Brad. Have you never gotten a shirt for Christmas? You sounded so shocked. I'm like, oh, wow, a shirt. shirt. What the wow, hell? That's a good gift. That's a great idea. I'm going to start giving people shirts. Um, <laughs> this is revolutionary. So he had just gotten a new shirt. He, he like goes, throws it on, comes back down for Christmas breakfast. Not five minutes later, my younger brother spills an entire pitcher of grape juice all over the entirety of his new white t-shirt. 
<laughs> on purpose or accidentally? Accidentally, yeah. I mean, my brother was like five years old, so. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, but it just completely ruined his entire shirt. Uh, <laughs> and Permanently, right? I, I, I think so. I'm not entirely. I don't know if we were able yeah. to get that out or not. But yeah, that, that was uh, just the fastest way a Christmas gift has ever been ruined. <laughs> and Or the fastest a gift has ever been turned purple. If you look at it on a brighter side, you screwed. Yeah. So um, after that happened, it just became like a recurring joke in our family. Like every, every year somebody would get a gift and be like, all right, everyone like you got to keep the grape juice away or whatever, you know, like all those kinds of yeah. jokes that you would normally make. Um, I thought you were gonna say it became became a recurring thing that just people would start <laughs> dumping grape juice on you. Like, wow, your family is rough, man. No, that that never <laughs> happened. Although I was tempted a couple times to do it, but no, I never did it. You should restart <laughs> it. Yeah. The the other story that I remember is we we would do a family like secret Santa thing where everyone would get a name of somebody else in the family, and you would. Uh, get that person a gift and over the course of the month leading up to Christmas, you were supposed to like do nice things for that person. But the goal was to be anonymous about it. Cause then you, you know, when it came time for Christmas, we would try to guess who had each other. And so you're, you tried to keep it secret who you had and keep it secret who other people had. One year I decided I was going to sleuth it. So I went out of my way and like found whatever evidence I could to piece together, try to piece together who every single person in our family had and, and who had each other. <laughs> wait, 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 what, what, what's, what's the value in this besides just personal amusement? None, none. Yeah. There's no, no, no value except just my own enjoyment of solving the puzzle. You, but and you're, Bradley. Not full, you're not going to full blown Grinch this, right? You're not going to like ruin it for everyone. Well, let me finish the story. Okay, sorry. But also, Bradley, you got to think about this as well. He won't play Among Us with you, but he'll do this kind of shit. So I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, it's absurd. That is true. That, I don't know. I don't really have an excuse for that. But so I go through and I'm like, over the course of this month, like I've got like notes and I'm like logicking it all out. I don't know how old I was, probably like 13, 14, something like that. And I'm like, I'm like, well, this person can't have this person. I, I don't know. I like had this whole thing down and I had... I believed everyone correct of who had who. And so it comes time for Christmas. I, I didn't spoil any of it. Like people are guessing who has each other and so forth. Well, it turned out that I actually ended up getting, there were seven people in our family that did this. I got five out of the seven people correct. But one of the people that I got wrong was actually myself. I had forgotten who I had. <laughs> so oh my, oh my I God. got the wrong person a gift and it ruined my entire calculations because I had the wrong person. So, oh my God. So, so my brother got two gifts and my sister got nothing. So, yeah, that was. Uh, Dude, I'm not kidding. This sounds like a, the plot of some one of those like shitty TV shows. Mm. <laughs> you know, oh. like the middle or something. This, this is absolutely like a sitcom 
Christmas episode for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where you learned a valuable lesson at the very end <laughs> to just enjoy Christmas. Yes. Instead this of meddling. Like the story could translate to almost every magic story. <laughs> just, it's like I had everything correct except for my base assumptions. Right. It's like, oh, I pegged the metagame meta perfectly and I did it all correctly except for I played an unplayable strategy with a 23% win rate. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's good, Brian. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, deception, okay. Mm. Uh, I, I want to tell you know Corey and I will be able to tell the story together, but I want to tell one of my favorite, if not my favorite, store holiday story. Uh, oh yes, and, and uh, I'll set the stage. Okay. So, so for 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 many years. Um, our tradition was instead of like a turkey or something on a holiday or a ham, we would do breadcrumb chicken. That was just like our grandma's um, specialty. She would just make a ton of breadcrumb chicken enough for us to take home. And that's what we ate for all our holidays. We loved it. Corey and to I. To the point where it just, we thought that was a normal thing that every family well, did. You know, like that was just like the whole time. One sec. That's what one we did second. every year. The Bash Bros Podcast is proudly sponsored by BCW Supplies. BCW offers great products at an even better price. From their Elite 2 sleeves to the deck bot line, you're sure to get an amazing product. I've been using their sleeves and deck boxes for the last year, and let me tell you, bro, their durability is unparalleled. Well, if you're interested in trying them out yourselves, you can go to bcwsupplies.com and order today. BCW Supplies. Protect. Store. Display. Slogans. Marketing. Magic. Wow. Okay, continue. Thank you. Oh, do 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 we need to do we need to edit that out? No. Where, should we start somewhere? Uh, we can. We better we can edit another back. one in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so we loved this breadcrumb chicken and so good. Uh, and the year was 2014. Now this was. Um, I, I had just literally won the player's champ. Oh, no magic. Okay. I was traveling back home. <laughs> you were, you uh, had just <laughs> been at a convention center, uh, for an unknown yeah, reason. A cheerleading yeah. one. A cheerleading one. For no one, reason. Yeah. Actually, it was like one of the, the one that I was, I wasn't actually at a convention center, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so this was actually, uh, my fiance Amber at the time, this was going to be the first time she came back for the holidays. Yep. Uh, this was in our first year of dating, and I believe was it the first year of you dating Tori as well? It was. I Yeah, we'd been dating for about a year, but it was the first time that she came home uh, for Christmas as well. So my now fiance and Brad's now fiance, first time meeting our side of the family all together. You know, I mean, both met our dad and stuff like that when we've all been hanging out, but had never met our grandma or aunt, and, and uncle yes, and all that it stuff. Is, it is true that Corey and I both have fiancés. Still, even though we were dating in 2014, yeah, our uh, our maybe maybe our dad fucked us up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, neither of us are married yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Re reminder: that's six years ago, and that we're was six both, years ago. Yeah, seven actually. Um, and we're both still just engaged, so they're not quite sure about us yet, but they're they're still here. Well, yeah. So so we uh the night we got back into town, actually, um, we went out to the bar, the four of us plus our grandma. Mm -hmm. Um, and our, our grandma was, was fun. She loved to play blackjack with us and hang out. We're just sitting at a bar. She never drank, barely ever sat at a bar. Yeah, she she sometimes drank though. Like she, she would there, have one every once in a while. Yeah. 
Yeah, usually not. But the, the five of us are sitting around and we're, you know, me, inter, you know meeting because it's the first time that Amber is meeting all of them and Tori is meeting Amber. And mm-hmm. Corey and I are, you know, talking about the breadcrumb chicken, how much we love it. And we're like, Grandma, you know, we're having breadcrumb chicken, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, we're having chicken. I'm like, yes. And we're like high-fiving. Like, this is how we <laughs> yeah. get this. We are when we're drunk. Chest bumping, you know? Yeah, and we're just like, fuck yeah. Deep fried, you know, greasy chicken. I spiked my beer out of excitement. You know, we're, we're really, the, the moods were high. Yeah, we got kicked out. It was, it was awesome. Um, yeah, it was great. But then fast forward to Christmas Eve and we all get there and we're all setting the table and 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 sitting down and to, for for a good visual of this family. So our family is roughly with every, every, with everyone about let's say 11 people, right? Yeah, it sounds um, about right. 9 to 11. And and we're in a room that is maybe like you know 10 by 14. You know, it's it's a pretty tight yeah. table, and then and then the table actually pulls out of this big cabinet. It's like a, yeah. one of those weird. So you can pull it out and then put the leaves in, and and so we're all crammed in this this room, right? Mm-hmm. And, it's like a hallway, and, basically. Yeah, pretty much. And so, uh, very very tight living room, and you know, uh, we're we're sitting down, and my my our uncle and our dad are helping grandma. You know, bring bring dinner out and they're bringing out all of these awesome sides you know big things of mashed potatoes and coleslaw and and vegetables and and whatever like jello weird thing i we never like family's christmas has that weird jello thing that nobody actually likes it's just yeah except the one, except uncle, one uncle you know that eats like yeah, half of that it. Is, yeah the one uncle that just requests it at this point yeah, and it's just terrible. there's always yeah there's always like two people who eat it and then the other 14 people just are like what is this like and i i gotta i gotta set the stage for one other thing too that somewhat relates to this in the corner we always have stockings hung up that has everybody's name on it um, just of weird things our grandma would put in there, like shaving cream, Q-tips, you know, playing cards, whatever. And uh, <laughs> and this wasn't the first girlfriend that me and Brad had brought home, but grandma didn't want to just keep re- keep getting new stockings. So for me, my ex was Sam. So she just crossed off the word Sam and then wrote Tori uh, <laughs> under it. And we kind of laughed at that. And then Brad's ex was Amber and current is Amber. So she still just crossed crossed off Amber and wrote Amber in. The spelling was the same and everything, but it was yeah. absolutely one of the funniest uh, that, things that I've ever seen good, in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, that was, that, that, yeah, that, that was one of one of the best jokes. But <laughs> so we're all sitting, we're ready for the main course, the breadcrumb chicken, you know, of course. And yep. and, and and my dad, my uncle, my grandma start bringing out the chicken and it and they start setting it on each plate. And it is just a dollar microwave meal. Banquet right? dinners, like yes. banquet dinners, right? <laughs> so these are like the little plastic, like airplane plastic containers, and it has chicken nuggets, some like mac and cheese, and some green beans. Yeah, we like jaw drops. Like, yeah, we're yeah. like, oh, and 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 I don't know what Tori was saying because I, I wasn't beside Tori, but Amber was yeah. losing her mind. <laughs> she thought it was the funniest fucking thing ever. But then Corey and I are like, well, there's there's breadcrumb chicken, right? Yeah. And we're like, nice joke. We was like, you no, got th- us. That's the chicken, and we're like. No, there's bre- there's fucking breadcrumb chicken. Like, like cut cut the shit, Grandma. Like, yeah, like, we just brought our fiancés and we've been talking up this meal for weeks. Like, months. come on, bring it out. <laughs> and and she's like, yeah, no, you got chicken. And, and and Corey and I just get out of our chairs and just start 
investigating the house. <laughs> yeah, trying to find where yeah. they put it. And they didn't put it anywhere. She didn't make it. She made yeah. a shit ton of awesome sides and then dollar banquet chicken. Like we our, our yeah. meal was literally sides. Now our aunt Julie was the most furious because she starved herself all day. So she yeah. was just hungry. <laughs> we're just got like five sides. Enough to eat, right? Everyone has plenty to eat, but like there's 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 no main course. <laughs> yeah, and and then we like I've talked to Grandma since then, and she just like looked at me and was like, you know, yeah, Grandma, I think yeah, I think Nicole, you know, might have been actually really mad. I think Julie might have actually been mad. And she's like, yeah, but just think of the story though. Think of the yeah. story you're gonna have to tell. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, good point. We wouldn't be telling this right now on a podcast if we just got delicious chicken. I don't, I don't know why you guys oh, are complaining God, about. It sounds like you guys got a real banquet. So. <laughs> yeah, did. we did get a, a real thing, <laughs> Yeah. So Tori was just like, wow, your family is absolutely hilarious. I can't believe they do that on their first meeting of the of the girlfriends. But yeah, it was so good. Oh yeah, Amber lost her mind. She thought it was the funniest thing ever. I'm st I mean, it's a good story, but I was still I remember the pain I felt that night. Oh yeah. Like it, we, it I think we ordered Domino's, didn't we? Like <laughs> I don't I don't know. I think we just ate the sides and, yeah. and laughed. Um if I remember correctly. But yeah, it was it was oh it was so fucking funny. It was um, so good. And then our Christmases, um, like the rest of our tradition there, after dinner when we'd eat, you know, a normal chicken <laughs> dinner, then our dad would go downstairs and it, granted we do this every year for like, you know, I guess probably like 20 years. And right away, you know, the first five, 10 years, there was a lot of kids. We were kids, you know? But then towards the end, like the youngest person is like 21. Our dad would go to the basement. He would get dressed up in full Santa gear. Uh, he would, he would go around back and granted youngest person was 21 this last year that we did it would go around back so he could walk through the snow. North Dakota was absurd. You know, there's always like a foot of snow or more on the ground to the front while me and Brad had to go upstairs into, uh, into the attic and just like stomp down and gallop like we were reindeer landing on the roof. And then our dad would come in as Santa and hand out presents to everyone and you know make corny jokes and stuff but yeah i did that until the youngest oh, was, was a grown like, adult. everyone yeah. was in on it and we just made the youngest go pretend to be the reindeer like like you know like it was just it was just fun and and yeah i mean i'll, I'll miss that tradition because last year for anyone that yeah. doesn't know our our grandma passed away last year um yeah you know but <clears throat> Doesn't mean she didn't give us a lot of stories. And I've got I've got another one I want to share from Christmas because this is how trolly my grandma was. I wish you got to meet her, Brian. I did um, meet her. Oh, well, yeah, thank Nashville. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I remember that. Jesus. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. So so there's yeah, a Christmas. Yeah, he took a thousand pictures of just facing Brian off my camera and then the oh, one yeah. of all of us in Nashville. <laughs> I had like 22 oh. pictures of just Brian's nostrils. <laughs> It was, it was know, nice. We asked, we asked Brian. So Brian, Brian, uh, Brian loved to do this trove. I don't know how long you did it. Not that long, but for a while there, if anyone asked Brian to take a picture, he would take like one or two of the preferred picture and then like 20 of him in selfie style, but in like the worst angle. Well, it was just the, the angle of me holding the camera to take a picture of yes. you all, but I would just yes. reverse the screen to selfie style mode. So Brian, I hope you know, it. or I hope you'd be happy to know. I do that. Every single time now, anyone uh, gives me a camera. Oh, yeah. I, I took a picture of, um, 
what was it? It was like I think I was in Vegas for a magic tournament and it was like a bachelorette party or something. I, I don't know. There was like <laughs> ten people and they were in like super decked out dresses. Like I don't even want to know how much those dresses cost. And I took some great pictures of them, but I also took some horrible pictures of myself. So <laughs> that's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> You're making memories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is so good. <laughs> All right, what's your other Christmas story? Speaking of memories, um, this was, you know, and you, and you brought up old Amber, right? Yeah. So, so like on the stocking, I, 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 before I dated Amber, I dated Amber. <laughs> and uh, previous Amber and I were dating for maybe a year, I think, before this Christmas. And okay. um, oh, yeah. we're just sitting around doing gifts and I'm watching maybe one of our cousins open a gift or whatever. And from the left side of me, I just hear, yes, of course, yes. And I turn around, <laughs> and my fiance is holding a ring and a package from me that I didn't give her. <laughs> and I go into shock, like true shock. I'm not computing yes. what's happening. Because what did happen is my grandmother gifted a ring from me to Amber. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. And... Amber was in on the joke just because she could tell that it was a horribly fake ring. I, of course, could not tell because I don't know anything about rings in the moment. And so Amber was playing it up jokingly that she's accepting my engagement proposal. Yeah. And and but the the the, the, the asshole that I am poured it out in that moment because I didn't know what to say. It's just like that wasn't for me. <laughs> I was just watching from across the room and I I just watched it all unfold like a train wreck. You know, Brad went a little white in the face. Like oh, I, yeah. I saw the, the stages of confusion to figuring it out going on in Brad's head, you know, within like the 30 seconds or whatever. And it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, I was <laughs> traumatized. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh God. Oh, all right. Geez. Speaking speaking of engagements, I have a I have a good one. Um, so this, we were at, uh, we were in Paris for no reason. Um, you know, me, Brad Nelson, my dad, since we have no magic talk, you know, we were, we were there for just hanging, just hanging. Brad Nelson was trying to be the best player at something this year. Just anything, right? You don't Brad? have to stretch the joke out. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Two is enough. Noted. Got it. So we were, Brad was playing for player of the uh, year. What? Um, against Keon Matignon. Uh, player of the year. Excuse what? me. Player of the what? You mean? Just say that we're in Paris and the, that's yeah, the end. I don't know what okay. player of the year yeah. show is. Hey, who's this telling this story? This is a Guys, shitty story, story. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hate you both. <laughs> <laughs> So we were in Paris, and after that whole ordeal with Brad, how about that? Um, me, my dad, our new stepmom, and Brad all went out to dinner. And we had known that our dad wanted to propose oh, oh, on this. You're saying this wrong, just so you know. This is just lunch. Yeah, this is just lunch. That's right. Yeah, okay, it's yeah. just, so it's it's like, just lunch. <laughs> yeah, 2 p.m. 2 p.m. on the streets of Paris on a Sunday or something. Um, and we all just sit down at like some cafe. Uh, we're just chatting with Brad. Brad's just won. You had already won, right? Dude, it doesn't, it doesn't actually matter. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So yeah, we were just hanging out and I had been drinking all day. <laughs> Me Corey and like pretty Lawson, much spent the entire time in Paris drunk. 
Yeah, I, so I played Cobblade for this tournament, but Excuse I couldn't me? draft for shit. <laughs> okay. Excuse me, what is Blades? It's a, uh, okay, so it's it's a bird okay, tool. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you guys were bird yeah. watching in, in Paris. We were bird watching with swords. Okay, yeah, that's, yep. uh, okay, re Renaissance reenactment bird watching trip. Cool. Yeah, but I did not make day two of this Renaissance okay, fair. I got okay, you. so I had a lot. Of y'all realize that we want yes. people to listen to this, right? <laughs> well, like, if you stop interrupting, then I can get to the juicy details. Corey from saying banned words and phrases on this podcast, but he just refuses. <laughs> to... Okay, so I was watching the finals of this bird competition, okay. right? Oh my and god! And I was hanging with Tom Ross and Colosso Fuentes, and we were just hanging out, having a couple beers, uh, <laughs> and a couple turned into the whole afternoon. And then but I, I the story was a lunch story. Now why are we in a convention center with Tom Ross? Because that's what happened during the day. Will you shut up and listen to my story then? <laughs> so four weeks beforehand, Corey was in a bar, and while God. he was in you know that, what? who's going next? <laughs> God damn it! All right, so we were we were drinking all day and hanging out, enjoying our last Sunday before everyone flew home, right? And then I'm walking across the street to like go back to the hotel um, to just get a change of clothes or something, and then come back to the area and I think meet for lunch. And Dad and uh, Diana just run into us across, run into me across the street, and they're just like, "Oh, well, you know, just come to lunch now." Um, he, my dad was impressed because I was just holding a beer in the street because you can just do that in Paris, apparently. That's what I learned. And then uh, we run into Brad too. We go to this cafe and dad turns to me after dinner or after lunch and was just like, he, he, he holds the ring box like directly under the table, you know, showing me. And he like nods his head like, yeah, should I? Should I? And I'm just like, I'm moving apart the tables already. I'm like, yeah, great idea. Absolutely great oh, idea. And, and this is just because dad does. If he suggested to me, I'm going to say, no, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, because realistically, it was like 3 p.m. in the afternoon on a Sunday ground floor of Paris where there's so many romantic places. I don't places, think that's the relevance you know? thing of the situation. So for, for everyone. Of course it's relevant to, because he could have did it anywhere else. <laughs> no, for everyone else to grasp the, the gravitas of the story, it's that my dad is suggesting that he should propose to his fiance or his, his, his girlfriend in front of his two fucking children. <laughs> that, that I had just met, you know, I had just met her this weekend and it was Brad's third grade teacher from elementary school. So <laughs> this is the first time we ever met her. Yeah. That was the first time I ever met her. It wasn't the, it wasn't Jesus, the first time what? Brad had met her though. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, so but like that's it doesn't matter that it's like one in the afternoon or two or that I, I, I got an order of French onion soup that I was now too st stricken to actually eat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's what these two geniuses are doing is debating whether dad should propose to her <laughs> in front of his children. Yeah. And uh, he decides to trust my advice and go for it, right? After I move the table and he proposes to her and her first words out of her mouth, Brad, do you want to do the honors? I don't remember them. I was in shock. Oh, it was, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> she just she just said, are you fucking kidding me? Stone-eyed him in the face. And then he stood up from the ground off his knee. Oh, jeez. I mean, I think, she's, I think she said yes. <laughs> 
She said yes eventually, but at but the then situation. We just, then, then Diane and I both berated dad immediately afterwards. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. And just, I was I'm just like, the person who like, should not have been this? asked. I thought this was yeah. a good time. And I was like, are you kidding me? She can't say no in front of your kids. Like, <laughs> yeah. she, you want, she, she's going to want us to like her, right? Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, <laughs> And after I had thought about uh, that the next morning, uh, I agreed that that was a very horrible idea. But at the oh, time, just, I was just, just, just our dad. Correct. It's his I want to oh. congratulate you, Corey. Yes, I thought that there wasn't a harder fo to follow story than the movie Tenet, and I ju <laughs> until just now. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm all, about that, <laughs> I'm all about that part of the podcast uh, that people have to skip over to get to the point. <laughs> Speaking of which, we did talk about making that a stretch goal. <laughs> yeah. Just, just some kind of stupid stretch goal or something. Some excuse for Brian and I to do an episode just trying to break down mm -hmm. Tenet. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'll, uh, can I pay? Can I just pay for the stretch goal to not be included yeah, in this episode? Can you pay to not have to listen to it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we can. Yeah, we can could allow to you to out? be a part of this. <laughs> I was actually going to watch that movie tonight. There's a, so, uh, I'll get back to yeah, you Yeah, there's that. two stretch goals there. There's There's... It's competing ones. You can either pay for us to do the episode or you can pay for us to not do that episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the new version of polls in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, Brian, we haven't heard from you in a while. You got a story? Uh, I'm going to go on to the next. I've already told a couple memory stories. I'm going to go to the next part, which was, okay. which was our favorite Christmas gift of all time. Now... Okay. I, as I've alluded to, very much a Scrooge slash Grinch. So I couldn't think of anything like I've gotten a lot of gifts that I've loved and that I've used, but nothing was just out of the ordinary or that struck me as a favorite gift. So I thought I would tell a story about my brother. Um, Not even the doll heads? What's that? Not even the doll heads? Oh, God. Yeah, that's I, I thought least favorite <laughs> gift you've ever received. Um, I guess I could tell the doll head story, but I'm going to. Oh, God, sorry if you didn't no, want to. And no, I it's fine. It up, it's good. My trauma from that is, has, has ended. But so my brother <laughs> had just started working for a new company and they had a company Christmas party. And they had a Christmas <laughs> gift exchange for this party where everyone, you know, got somebody else in the um, in the company and and you would give them a gift, you know, nothing too expensive or whatever. Well, <laughs> my brother <laughs> didn't understand the dynamics of the Christmas gift exchange. And he thought it was like <laughs> one of those like joke white elephant type christmas parties oh my god <laughs> yeah so everyone's like exchanging gifts of like you know whatever like uh a, a glass sets. you know or like a nice like, like a nice like a uh, bottle of wine or you know like just the traditional like uh, gifts that people give my yeah. <laughs> brother had packaged up an old <laughs> pair of like those fucking like knee high tubes <laughs> socks. <laughs> and so somebody just, as they're all opening gifts, somebody just opens up just <laughs> old fucking socks. <laughs> Wait, were 
they use? Yes. Yes. So, who drew the short straw on that one? Yeah, my brother was just mortified, but um, yeah, it it became like a a running office joke, I guess, for them for a while. But I can imagine. Holy, this is great. Well, well, this this section, you know, from a question that we got answered, uh, you know, on what to do from Twitter was, what were your favorite Christmas gifts of all time? But I guess it did not specify that you yeah, received. Yeah, that is my favorite Christmas <laughs> gift of all time. Well, we should segue into the worst gift that you've ever received, Brian. I think that would, I think the world wants to the know. Worst? Oh, the, the doll head story is too fucking long. That's an episode on its own. Okay, okay, sure, And sure. it's kind of weird, and I also don't want to give anyone an idea. Fair. And that's actually a good point. That's yeah, because now, now I live with the man. Now it would be in my yes, house. That is true. Yeah, that's and that's a good point. And I do have your address, so yeah. Well, no, just would to differ why after we moved in together that stopped. A strange coincidence. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go next, guys. Um, you know, buckle up. I got another good one for you. Okay? <laughs> well, let me get my, so, my notepad out here so I can follow the timeline. Yeah, let's get a notepad out so. Please, please do. After the story, will I be able to YouTube, uh, you know, a Corey story explained? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to just start reading stories to children now, and it'll be an hour-long show. (laughs) All right, so so mine is uh, for the favorite gift that I've received of all time. It was kind of a gift out of necessity because uh, I just had the most ridiculous thing happen to me when I was coming back from Fargo for a uh, not-magic tournament. Okay. And um, a friend of mine wanted to ride back with me, uh, but she was like, hey, I got my cat. You know, is that okay if I if I bring the cat with uh, back home? And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. No big deal. And it was, you know, November in North Dakota. So pretty, pretty snowy roads. Um, and it was like a four or five hour drive. So we're driving back and she has the cat in the back seat And we ended up switching, you know, two hours after uh, I started driving. And then she started driving and I was about to take a a little cat nap. And she's just like, hey, you mind if I just like let the cat out of the kennel to start uh, wandering around? Like, yeah, no problem. Not a big deal, you know? And uh, I take a nap and I wake up to just like her being like, I don't know what's up with this car, but it's like running really weird right now. And I look and it's just like smoking out of the hood. Okay. Oh, like, <laughs> and this, this is my car, by the way. This is like my white Grand Prix that I had. Uh, and uh, sorry, I look Grand and I'm like, Prix, we're not supposed to talk about magic, Corey. <laughs> oh, damn it. You're right. Okay. My bad. My bad. So driving it that home and I and I see that and I look and all of a sudden I I notice that we're just in first gear going 75 on the highway. So I was like, well that can't can't be good. I have one of those like shifters in the middle where um you just push forward or push back to change gears. And the cat had jumped from my lap onto her lap and bumped the gear from uh you know normal drive into first gear going 75. And she didn't so realize com- it. And just didn't realize it and drove with it for like 10 minutes or something, you know? So just completely blew the transmission and realistically the whole car was completely totaled. And so like, we're just on the side of the highway, like, you know, 40 minutes out of town. And I'm just like, fuck, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, I was a delivery driver for pizza at the time. So I'm like, well, I'm now also unemployed. So this is shitty. 
Uh, and she feels terrible because she, you know, thinks that she destroyed the car essentially. And so I was feeling pretty bad there for like a month. And then my dad um, decides just being the nice guy that he is that, you know, he's going to try to help me out because I was just broke college student delivering pizzas. And he decides to give me his Durango and buy a new car for himself um, so that I have something to drive. So the cat destroyed a car that I absolutely hated. And then I got the car that I love the most, which was uh, my dad's Durango that I had. For, for, for a hot minute there, though, when you were like, yeah, they let the cat out and then I went to sleep and I woke up the engine. I was like, does this story not involve the cat in any way? Like, <laughs> is this yeah, just I, like I a throw random some thing to the engine? Like, <laughs> Brad, I don't know if you've been listening to my stories. I like to throw in things that have no point or rhyme yeah. or reason to the story, okay? Yeah, that, it, it adds the, to the it. The cat was a real Chekhov's gun <laughs> in that story. Yeah. I, I don't get it. <laughs> oh, that's good. My... My 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 favorite Christmas gift of all time does not really have that much of a story behind. It's just, um, uh, you know, it's wow. Cut to the chase, Brad. Yeah, it's just no, like just a device. All right, so so the the one thing I'll say is Amber. You know, for a while had most most people I know have a difficult time shopping for me because I tell them not to get me anything. And if I've ever wanted anything, like ever since Amazon became a thing, <laughs> or just in general, I never really needed much. But if I needed it, I'd get it for myself. Same. And and so, like, I, I never really, like, needed anything. Sometimes I would, like, not even buy myself something so someone would stop, you know, like, my mom would be able to get me a gift or whatever. And all that caused was me to not have something for X amount of weeks <laughs> until Christmas. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Amber actually got me a gift of a thing that I never knew existed. Because ever since we started dating, she realized this about me. She has, like, found things on the dark web that actually like I didn't know existed. Um, this is my favorite gift of all time, which is just like a little keychain um, device that you hook up to your car keys that has Bluetooth and noise inside of it. So, you know, with your phone, if you ever lose your keys, you can just like go into your phone and click a button and it'll start singing a song. And cool. so I can like literally find my keys. Cause like the problem I was like, I, I am chaotic with keys. Like, they could be in the cushions. They could be on my office. They could be in the kitchen. They could be on top of the fridge. Get like, something next to the door to hang it on you, Anna. I know. <laughs> well, I, she could have bought that too, but she found the gadget. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> is it a Durango? <laughs> it is. Actually, it's a cat. It's a cat. Dude, you did drive that Durango into the ground. I remember going to Fargo once when it was on its last legs, and holy shit, like one of the windows was duct taped up. Like uh Brad, two of them by the end. <laughs> two of them. It was not just one window, okay? <laughs> yeah, that thing looked beat to shit by the end of its life. Yeah, it was pretty weird, you know, like it I didn't think that I was ever gonna have a nicer car than I did that Durango. But right now I actually think I have a nicer automobile and I don't currently have a car. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of yeah, that, that car Amber, was a piece of Amber shit. and I did just buy a new vehicle. Like a yeah, month I saw that. that looks nice. Yeah. Fancy. I had to get something. I, my, my, my old uh, Crown Vic was going to turn into a nickel and dimer. All right. So I got, I got another, uh, a good question here asked and I can't, remember who asked it but um 
you know, one one of the things that we've we've gotten to do a lot, but we never really talk about is uh, the cities we've traveled. And that really didn't matter in other years. But since this year, we haven't been able to travel anymore. It's, it talks about different cities is kind of like porn. You know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, like whatever somebody talks about, like, like, I don't know what it is, but like um, those food shows where like the the chef walks around or the guy walks around the streets and eats something from a different place like old episodes of shit like that hits better this year than it did for me last year <laughs> you yeah, know just no seeing some walk around so so the question is what is our favorite city and and why um to have traveled to and so uh brian do you do you have one lock stock and two smoking barrels? I, I do so i was i was trying to think when we were figuring out what we wanted to do for this episode, one of the things that I had, I was like, I'm bad at remembering things. Like I, I just, if somebody asked me like, Oh, tell a story about the pro tour or whatever. I can never think of anything to tell. That's like a good story. Um, but if somebody says something and it might trigger a memory for me and then I can remember a story. So when Brad was talking about uh, best cities you travel to, I was thinking about some of like my favorite places I've been like Australia and, and so forth. And one of the cities was Vancouver because I just thought it was maybe the nicest city I've ever been to just as a city. And um, when I thought of that, I remembered a story from a unknown event I was at at a convention center in Vancouver. <laughs> and uh, I thought maybe I would share. You were at those cheerleading conventions yeah, again, right, Brian? Was, yeah. Um, I thought I would maybe share that story, but my, yeah, my city is Vancouver. I, I just think it's a, uh, just a, just a really beautiful city. Great weather. It's surrounded by, um, beach or surrounded by ocean, surrounded by mountains. Um, basically anything you could want to do, you can do there. So it's just an awesome place, but, uh, I, I don't know if you guys even want it. That's kind of a, okay. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, let's hear it. I'm at a tournament there and uh it is day two of this event and i went this is when they had just uh, this might have been the first event actually they had just changed it to where six and three made day two instead of used to be seven and two for grand prix and i was six and three after day one it was a limited tournament and i needed to go six and oh on day two to go uh x and three which is the only finish that would have given me something of value so I needed to 3-0 both my drafts on the second day. And I get there on day one. I draft a deck that's really good. And I'm play I'm starting to play my first draft deck. And as I'm playing, I begin to feel like sicker and sicker. And like I play the first round and I'm like, oh man, like this is not good. Like I'm 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 getting super sick here. I play the second round and I'm like feeling really bad i get up to play the third round of the i'm two and oh at this point I get up to play the third round of the draft okay. and i'm playing against somebody and i don't remember how this was possible there's some series of cards that allows this to be possible my opponent played nissa on turn two against me in game one and i'm sitting there and i'm like i raise my hand i call for a judge and my opponent looks mortified like they think I'm about to like, you know, accuse them of something. <laughs> and yeah. judge runs over and I'm like, I needed to go to the I need to go to the bathroom. I think I'm gonna throw up. 
And the guy sitting next to me just <laughs> dives out of his chair when he hears that. <laughs> he just dives out of his chair. I get up. I start like kind of half running, half walking to the bathroom because I don't want to upset myself. I start throwing yeah. up before I get there. And Jesus. I'm trying to catch it all in my hands so that I don't like you know, throw up everywhere on the ground. <laughs> I'm like puking into my own hands, get to the sink, oh, and I God. start just God. just in the sink of this bathroom, just projectile vomiting. And <laughs> there's like magic players. Sw- I mean, it's a men's bathroom at a magic tournament. There's a lot of people there. <laughs> speaking, of which, if, if, the speaking of which, yeah. real quick, if you've all if you've all seen those uh, those memes of like you know if you've done this, then you don't have to worry what's in the in the vaccine. Yeah. 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 It's like, if you've ever used a men's bathroom at a badger tournament, you don't have to worry about what's in the vaccine. That is so true. So I'm sitting here vomiting all over the sink, but at the, at the time I used to drink like, uh, you know, Mio where it's like a little bit of like liquid that you pour into a water bottle, um, shake it around and you drink it. And was the meal that I had been drinking was like a lime fa- flavored one. And so oh I'm puking and it is just like, I don't know what kind of color <laughs> green it was, but it's like, it's like that nuclear waste color of green. Um, wow. Just neon just green. Neon green. <laughs> just neon green. <laughs> Projectile vomiting all over this fucking bathroom sink. And I sit there. Oh my God. It was 10 minutes of me sitting here just doing this. I finally finish. Well, you must have got a game. I finally finish. I clean everything up. I clean myself (laughs) up. I come back to the table. The judge is still sitting there. My opponent's still sitting there. I just pick up where I left off and I end up beating the turn three Nissa. (laughs) And I went (laughs) 3-0 in the draft. Oh, my God. Now that I got that out of the way, I'll be casting this perfect answer. It's impressive. I 2 won my second draft. I lost the finals of the next draft to Jeff Cunningham to miss out. No. We need a a podcast, like a stretch goal for just like Brian's bodily fluids. You know, we just get we just get a whole episode of different Brian's fluids that have been. Oh, God. This actually reminds me. It's wild that you told the story because I have one that is so mirrored. Right. Uh, That's worth it. So, A, my favorite city I've ever played in is Minneapolis. Minneapolis is a great Um, city. You know, I I just like the city. I like the food. I like the entertainment around the downtown area. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just enjoyed all my tournaments there. Yeah, and that's a great answer. Yeah, there's just so many good restaurants and so much to do around there. Speaking of which, um, you know, I, I just recently moved to Roanoke and I was coming back to visit family for the first time and there was a Grand Prix in Minneapolis. So I was like, I'm going to go do that and then go see family. And I didn't really give a crap about, about this Grand Prix. So I just brought like a fun deck. Um, You know, after day one, I'm seven and two. And which at that time, you know, 6-3 wouldn't make it. But 7-2 and two means I have to go undefeated in the next day. And I just came to drink and hang out with some of my old friends. So we just went out to the bars and we kept going and kept going. Fast forward, I'm with Brian Kibler. Everyone else has passed out or went and we're still trying to find places to drink. And he knew of a like a gay bar that was still open until like 4.30 a.m. And nice. so like 
we're we're like there drinking until 4 30 a.m i pass out i have to get back up right away right so like i'm up at like eight o'clock in the morning and i haven't done this in a long time this long of drinking um and so like i'm that like sick drunk where you're just like having to throw up yeah. all morning and so i'm yeah. like walking to the convention center puking along the way i try to find coffee can't and I am a mess. Like I, I don't even. I have. I've got some water in me. I've got no food in me. I've got no caffeine in me. And I sit down for round one um, against a friend of mine. I'm not even gonna bring them into this story. <laughs> don't, uh, don't implicate them <laughs> but, in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but I sit down against them, and as I sit down and I'm grabbing my deck or whatever. They just like give the like actual comedic vi visual of like sniffing. They're like. <sighs> you smell that and i'm just like yeah that's me <laughs> <laughs> and it was just it was just the jack daniels pouring out of my yeah, pores uh, gross you know like i showered i had clean clothes on it's just that like you just i smell of alcohol you know <laughs> and i'm like yeah that's me and then i just sit there for a second i'm like i'm gonna throw up and he's like really and i run over to a trash can and just vomit in the trash can like between the aisles and then, and then, when then it sticks out. <laughs> yeah actually and then i lose the finals of the grand prix <laughs> oh really oh that's right <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i just i just went eight out before losing the finals wow uh, yeah <laughs> oh no and i was like in bad shape all day <laughs> like oh god yeah i've been there those are those are the absolute worst and for me it's always the monday after the pro tours those are those are always the really bad ones for me just you know after everybody after you just hang out with everyone and then you got to get on a flight back after being hung over i have far too many of those stories that i have a lot of not, those but yeah. but you know <laughs> i but those all kind of like burned away because you know i've been at it for for way more years so like the old stories don't hit as hard you know i don't remember them as well yeah. um it's more the the new ones where it's like all right brian brown doing would you like to order this or this as takeout and then just go back to the hotel room for yeah, an entire day the... <laughs> or for the rest <laughs> yeah. of the night okay See, well, we have a, we I, have a 6 a.m flight and we are <laughs> we are fresh to death for it See, most of mine end with like Christopher Larson throwing someone in a in a body of water or something. Still, you know, I, I I'm still I'm still on the Dane level. <laughs> oh yeah, you still you still go out. You know, I I treat the Danes like gremlins. You just don't feed or drink them after midnight, and you're fine. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, that's it's, so true. If yeah. you take Martin Mueller out to a bar at one a.m., you know you have opened a floodgates that doesn't end until seven a.m. So yeah, that's really true. All night long. If you if you continue, yeah, if you've recharged them at one in the morning, then you you better expect to do like a cube draft or a draft or yeah. a felony. <laughs> Um, for, just something. <laughs> yeah. for instance, I just did one of those corny Twitter things, y'all, where it's like, you know, uh, what was it? 2020 something that you always wanted to say to me. And just today, you will not believe what Christopher Larson put on there. Oh, he said, yeah. he said, believe it or not, I knew it was. I knew it wasn't a three the whole time. He shaved my head and I was like, all right, a number three, you know, like don't make it too too short because I lost a coin flip to see who would shave the other person's head. Yeah, pretty normal things me and Christopher uh, would do to each other here. And I was like, okay, number three blade. And it was just like full on army bicked. 
And I'm just like, there's no way this is number three. And he just confessed today that he knew it was not. Well, we all three, knew that so. he knew. That's I'm bored. <laughs> like we all knew that he wanted I'm to shake about this body of water comment though. Like, uh, like I just imagine Corey being oh, yeah. like, how does every bar have a body of water next to it? Like, <laughs> Wait, no, what but body it was, water a, it was I missed that. It was a canal in Japan that Christopher Larson just mm. threw, I believe, Pascal Maynard just into into the canal at like 3 a.m. at Sunday after a pro tour. That yeah, is sorry, Chris, that's, that's a felony that a, right that, there. Yeah. Pa Pascal Maynard <laughs> is another man that I have learned that when people tell me they're crazy 3 a.m. stories, he's yes, in a he lot is. of them. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I've been in a few of them in Vegas. Those stories. Them, so yeah. pa Pascal yeah. is, a, is yeah. a delight to go out with because you always know some... There's oh, some shit is about to go down. It's going to be, but it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. yeah he, agreed. He's fabulous. But yeah, I just like when you said, Oh, I think it was Pascal. I'm like, wow, I'm getting flashbacks to almost everyone that tells me a story. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I got so many of those good Sunday night out to a, uh, after a pro tour stories, but I don't think I can actually tell any probably of for the, Probably well, for the well, best. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yep. with, with all those stories, uh, do you have any uh, any favorite city though, Corey? I do. I don't really have a great story to go with it, like oh, you guys fine. do. But for me, it's just Nashville because I am just such a lover of music that it's just every single bar, or I mean, every single restaurant that we went to. You know, we were with our family for the most of it because uh, our grandma really wanted to see the Grand Old Opera or Grand Old Opry. I don't know what it's technically called but um so we would just you know go out to a lot of like chill restaurants and even the chill restaurants just had a full stage where you know it was mostly country music was which wasn't necessarily my favorite but i just love the atmosphere and the high energy of that city um with it just being so musically focused uh so i i would say that's my favorite um by a lot actually oh, i mean I that that, that actually is one of my favorites too actually i mean that's one of my favorite yeah. weekends so to set the stage uh, our grandma was just the, her health was going down for the last like five years. And, yeah. um, you know, it, we were getting close to one of these years. She's not going to be able to travel again. Mm. And uh, so she said she always said we always want her to go to magic. Room. She always said if there's one in Vegas or one in Nashville, she'll go. And the next year there's one in Nashville. So we figured out the plan. My dad took time off and we all went down to Nashville. Now, while Corey and I were playing the tournament. Uh, is or getting rest the night before uh, the days that we had to play. My dad uh, was taking our our grandma to um, you know the Grand Old Opry. There's a few different music houses, um, and and like the old one and the new one. I don't know the names of them, but my mm. my favorite thing my dad told oh, it's me the is Grand Old. It's the Grand Old Opry, and then the other ones, the Lit Fam Opry, is the new one. Oh, that's the new one, the Lit Fam yeah. Opry. Okay, Lit Fam Opry. Yep. Um. But my dad, you know, jokingly said he was the youngest person there. And when he sat down, it was just a sea of white heads, you know, like everyone. Then it's all like old music. And um, yeah. And, and uh, uh, you know, that that was a really fun city because we got to like go out and have some drinks. But we also got to that's the first place I ever did like one of those bus tours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And God, did we not want to do it, Brad? We did of not want to do not. it at the time, but it was pretty fun. Me and Brad have, you know, been to so many luxurious cities and seen so many luxurious convention centers. <laughs> when it comes to tours and stuff, at least, I don't know, maybe I can just speak for myself. I don't love the, the tourist trap kind of things. It's kind of the same thing you were saying about like just 
um, buying stuff during Christmas time, BBD. I just hate the crowdedness and stuff, but I love music festivals, so I, I don't know what. Yeah, I, I, I thought Nashville about. was an awesome city too. I enjoyed it too. I'm gonna I'm gonna play up my whole mm-hmm. Grinch Scrooge role here and say that I actually hate live music. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now we can't be friends. I, I agree. Had a good yeah. like if I'm at like an outdoor mm-hmm. festival where that's the point, that's different. But if I'm at like a restaurant yeah. and there's a band playing, I'm like, oh, please no. Like, let's go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah true true you gotta be in the mood for it i personally would welcome it anywhere but i totally get why that wouldn't well be there's 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 body. a difference too like if we're out like if if we're going out on a night mm-hmm. then you get some live music at the restaurant it's fine right it, it's not that bad but if you're if you just played an entire day at a convention center and then you're just going to eat and wind down and like you can't even hear the people at the table because of the live music that's annoying because of like where you're at yeah. mentally True, true, true. Yeah. And that's where I like despise it. You know, I support the person and hope, you know, hope that they do well. I don't, you know, dislike right. the person, but not being able to have a conversation is like so annoying. Yeah. You just got to yell your conversation. Easy. I mean, you, you do. And then, and then Brian gets a headache. I, I come in already <laughs> with a headache and I hear that. And I'm like, oh, my, yeah. this is going to be the end of me. So. <laughs> And then Brian loses the credit card games and ducks out early. Yeah, yep, I've seen this story oh, man. Speaking of stuff. <laughs> just every single Brian, bad Brian, I've ever played, Gory. Jeez. Uh. Brian, this is, this is mostly for you. I just, uh, Amber and I were talking about it yesterday. I'm, I'm starting to really have the, I don't know, a, a, a new stage of quarantine has hit okay. me where I, I've started to reminisce, like, you know, experiences that I had before, not just that I want new experiences that I'm like remembering old ones. And the other day I was like explaining to Amber in great detail about the pretzel bites we had in Arizona. Okay. If you remember them. I don't was think that so. No, no, you weren't there. Cause you missed that. Oh, trip, was that in Corey. Arizona? Yeah. Wasn't that at the last tournament we played in Phoenix? Yeah. Yeah. The last tournament we played okay. in was Phoenix. I do remember the pretzel bites. I just couldn't remember the city. Yeah. It was in Phoenix. So at the at the first uh, regional players tour that was live before COVID hit, uh, there was just this restaurant like the Angry yeah, Butcher. Yeah, I was trying I to remember. All I could think of was that it had Butcher in the name, and then all I could think of was Billy Butcher. But I knew that that wasn't it. Yeah. But yes, I do. We <laughs> ate every single meal there. So <laughs> yeah, the Angry Butcher. Like somebody ordered pretzel bites, and we tried one, and it was literally like the best. I don't know if anyone's watched. It's it's it does not stand the test of time anymore. It's so, totally. Not PC, but the show um, How I Met Your Mother. There's an episode where they, it's literally the one guy trying to go around the around New York trying to find that same burger that he remembers from like 10 years ago. And honestly, that's my pretzel bites. Like I want I need those pretzel bites again in my life. <laughs> they were just so fucking good. And that's like one of my literal favorite things about that city. Everything else really I didn't sucked. I think it was that bad. <laughs> I did. I hate there was the some heat, amount man. of gambling that took place there where I don't believe I came out ahead, but um, mm-hmm. illegal gambling, that? illegal gambling. I don't remember the legality. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask you, though, Brad, how are you hanging in there financially now that we're no longer gaming for meals and and movies and stuff like are you able to? It's hit. I mean, it actually, it actually you lost about fifty percent like, of your income from winning the game against me. So, oh no, no, I've just I've doubled my entertainment bill. Yeah. 
even though yeah. I don't leave the house. <laughs> yeah, well, I all right, that brings me to a good story. So this is honestly unreal, but me, uh, Pete Ingram, and Ely Cassis were teaming together for all these SCGs, SCGs. So we ended up just like, even for the non-team ones, we would all just either stay at the same hotel, uh, you know, me and Pete together, and then Ely would usually be with his family and stuff. But we'd just always be at the same hotel, so always ate the same meals together. And just with us three, Ely is on a 7-0 streak of losing the game with seven times in a row against us. Currently on the seven times in a row. That seven is child's play. That, that's casual it, mode. <laughs> seven, yeah. like seven times in a row, though, with three people. Like that's pretty. Oh yeah, I, I can't odds. imagine anyone losing seven games in a row with three people involved. <laughs> yeah, Can you, Brian? Think of a single person. <laughs> <laughs> Brian lost All like right. ten. Brian lost like ten or eleven movie flips was in a row or some shit. Before I finally won one. <laughs> It was not, yeah, those I, are okay. flips. Those are coin no, no, flips. No, no, That's... no. This was no, with, no, this no, was with no, Amber no. involved. They were three-person games, every single one of them. What kind of three-person coin are you flipping? It's, it's heads, tails, and you don't want to know. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> wow, that's impressive, yeah, though, Brian. It's, well... <laughs> oh, what, guys. What was, what's my favorite, though, is after Brian lost all of those... Um, Brian like did the math and and found the number which was just astronomically low, and then I I actually got to correct his math because there was an error in it and it was even a lower percentage. Yeah, I think he's like, "Wow, kick me <laughs> I while think I'm it was, down." Uh, 0.27% was the number I came at, and I think Brad said it was wrong, and it was like 0.09% or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got one. You guys are gonna love. So I, I think you guys were all here for this, Brad. Maybe you weren't, uh, but I know you were, Brian. We um, we had be, been done testing with Michael Majors for, I believe, just one pro tour, maybe two, um, because he just took his job at Wizards of the Coast in play design um, and left Team Genesis. So we were in Bilbao, Spain, um, the PT that Seth won. And we knew Majors was just going to come and hang with us because he was just visiting that one, you know, uh, working with wizards, but also came to visit us. And we're just in a testing house, getting our decks together, or we were in a sketchy motel actually, um, getting our decks together. And Majors was gonna come there and then we were gonna go out to dinner. And we all had this plan before he got here. So when Majors came in, Majors was the one who lost so many credit card games with us. It was outrageous, like on BBD level, maybe not quite as high, but so right when he came 2K. in, he lost over 2K in yeah, Australia. We, we, we basically all took <laughs> yeah, a major financial yeah. hit when Majors left the squad. <laughs> yeah. So when Majors came into the hotel, we had this planned out where we just went to go hug him, but we just ransacked him and took his wallet and we put his wallet on the bed and just like five of us guys just all jumped on and we're like, oh, Majors' wallet, we missed you so much. And he's just like, wow, fuck you guys. Like, I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. I, I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't think you were there, bro. You stayed at you stayed at one of the nice hotels and we stayed at like the sketchiest hotel in Bilbao, Spain. Like. I, I, yeah, it was a very sketchy how, hotel. I, I heard some gunshots occasionally one I, of the nights. Like, oh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely got a nice hotel because Amber was Yeah, I don't know there, how I, I ended up at a sketchy yep, hotel, yep. but anytime I'm at a Magic tournament and I'm somehow booked in a very sketchy hotel, 
like 97% of the time it's the result of Shaheen Sarani. <laughs> Dude, yes. No less in Arizona. I, he, he was going to get me a room with all of you in a block. And then like a week before the tournament, I'm like, hey, what's the information on this? It's like, oh, I totally forgot to get you something and everything's fucking booked now. So I had to stay at a sketchy ass hotel like two miles oh. away. Yeah, he was actually going to be hooking me up too, but my flight got canceled because of the tornado in Roanoke. So I was going to be staying with him. So I guess I would have been on Shahina, my own as well. Shahina, I don't know how he does it. He's a master class, but he always finds the best hotel deals. Not always the best hotels, <laughs> <laughs> but he finds yeah, the best hotel hotels. deals. So if you, it is always <laughs> the most affordable option is whatever Shaheen's doing. It might not be the yeah. best. He pinches pennies. Might not be that's the best for sure. option, but <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I think I think I think I'm gonna wrap up story time here, um, okay. and, and and start tying this bow up uh, because we got a few announcements to make before we actually do our cast and crew. Um, but Brian, thank you, thank you. I hope your your Christmas spirit has been reignited by talking it to us for an hour. Thank you very much. It. <laughs> <laughs> yep, worth a shot. Um. <laughs> so for everyone out there uh, quickly to know that the next bash rose battles which is our monthly tournament we did take december off because there wasn't a good weekend for it but our next one is going to be on january 9th which is a saturday and it's going to be the historic format now uh there'll be a link in That's the show incorrect. notes not historic gladiator thank you it's it's the mel gibson format mm. the gladiator. Ooh, let's not yes. let's mm. that's the second darkest joke <laughs> we've ever made on the bash rose podcast yeah <laughs> wait uh, why is this one bad god dang it i'm i'm bad you just, gotta, you just gotta keep up i mean uh if if you haven't kept up with an old male uh celebrity yeah. for at least a month you better look back <laughs> in just in case well, this is this just is bullshit i'm just gonna might have I, changed this is bullshit. I'm just going to go watch House of Cards. Oh, Leave God. me alone, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Corey. Dude, it, don't do that. At least just watch some right. Louis C.K. stand-up or something. Anyway, the yeah, next Bash Bros. Battle sponsored by BCW Supplies <laughs> is going to be on Saturday the 9th. It's going to be Gladiator. You can learn more about that in the link below. It is a 100-card singleton format using the historic uh, legality uh, except the ban list is completely different. Uh, <laughs> you, any, any, the only five cards that are on the ban list um, are Oko, Nexus of Fate, Teferi 3, Nissa, and mm, I forgot the last Escape one. Escape the Wilds? No. Huh? Escape the Wilds? No, no, no. That's oh, okay. that. That would be too good. All right, whatever. There's there's five cards on the ban list. You'll see it in the notes. There is no sideboards. It's a really fun format. I had Corey play it in one of our uh, previous minisodes. Uh, it it's is a really cool fun. format, especially to get away from just playing the same things in historic and standard. Um, mm. So we're gonna have a fun casual tournament, but same prizes thanks to BCW Supplies. So hope to see you on the 9th of January, uh, and just check if you want to playing that you have to be a uh patron and go to patreon.com slash bachelor's podcast and there's already a um uh whatever a post that gives you the code to enter it brian you're gonna play uh maybe i won't rule it out okay nor no, yeah, you gotta a, be a patron though there's Normally no special I would say no but i no did play thing. the arena open or whatever it was called the other day the other weekend so it's it's it's, mm -hmm. it's there it's an option all right all right. But yeah, so that'll be a lot of fun. And then uh, besides that, 
Um, I don't got much. Just, you know, happy holidays, everyone. And mm-hmm. hope that these days are as fun as they can possibly be. And that, you know, 2020, I guess we'll have one more episode come out before New Year's. Yes, we will. Yeah, we should just have a fuck 2021. Now, we're, now we talk about all the things we disliked about 2020. I think that would be a good one, guys. Mm. Might need a longer episode. <laughs> might have to be a it's also It's also where everyone's <laughs> already been, right? We've all vented enough about it. Yeah, that's just called the news. So, yeah, Dude, good point. Yeah, I, and we, I always start with this like, yeah, 2020 sucks. Here's all the reasons. Then it just turns into existential nightmare. It's like, how can <laughs> yeah. people actually do this to other people? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like it is awful, but let's actually thank you, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Uh, we will be hanging out with uh, no one, but we will be enjoying it. <laughs> Opening some gifts <laughs> on Open- a happy end. Let's go to the cast. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, the only thing that's changed is the things that we bought on Amazon now have gift wrapped mm, around them. That is true. You can now toggle <laughs> the gift checkbox. We just decided that instead of opening everything that we got in December, like all the other months, we'll just wrap them. <laughs> oh, very smart. You're a visionary, Brad. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. So let's get to the cast and crew. This is, uh, again, our lovely supporters here at the Bachelors podcast. Thank you so much for supporting what we do. Um, and we have a new recruit. Indeed we do. Uh, we have... We have Ian Pasella, and that is the Minister of Administration, or as I'd like say, the Minister of Administer. Um, and uh, we're taking a more religious turn, actually. I mean, holiday season is perfect timing. We're taking a more religious turn uh, for the Bachelors podcast. So um, Ian is now our our official minister. Uh, they're a lot of things mm. in the job title that have to do with the Aspros podcast, but since that's been nixed, not allowed to talk about them. So, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing's been right. redacted. So, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa! Is 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 this th- is is Ian the reason that will eventually turn into a cult? Yeah, I we think are, we already we are. are right? But Ian is going to become the cult leader, oh. so they can become cult followers, which is a way more fun position. Oh, Ooh, that seems oh, like that a, lot is a less way more fun position. And good thing we already got Richie here to be the Bachelor's accountant because all cults yeah. need an accountant. The, one of the center points <laughs> of every cult is Do they? getting money through very shady means. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to you have to make sure that you know you can funnel the money into a bank account. You know, so speaking of y'all, we got a new merch store. Um, we're selling new shirts right now uh, to support the cool. I mean, um, the Bash Bros podcast, dude. It's it is to support the Bash Bros podcast, and the shirt is dope. We all got one now. I think Brian well, I was wearing it. Right now. It was nice. a little on me. I don't know <laughs> if it's because the sizes are different or because I've gained a lot of weight, and I want to say it's both. But it's the quarantine fifteen. We all got it, Brian. Boy, the. Oh, these shirts actually magically fit to the perfect mold <laughs> yeah, of your do. body. Oh, that I wish it. Oh, that <laughs> I wish it was only 15, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you did you get an inverse? Or is yeah, it the quarantine area 51? 51 going on over here. So, <laughs> all right. Next up, we got Oppo. That is our research director, and uh, Oppo actually researched our own personal backstories for this episode. So. 
<laughs> Came back with a lot of notes that we've chosen yeah. not to read. But uh, anyways, next up we got Wapa. And that is uh, Brad's personal barista uh, making a lot of coffee for Brad. He's always so jazzed to be on the Bash Bros podcast. That's no accident. That's because of Wapa's fine coffee. But BBD is a little lackluster um, for the podcast lately because he hasn't been getting his walks because Wapa was not feeling that job description. So. I'm not going to lie. I've been stealing love, Brad's love, coffee. Get bent, Wapa. <laughs> we did we did oh. make a pot of it today. Wapa did make a pot today, and Brian stole that about half of it. That is true. Nice. Nice. Walk that, Hell mother yeah. trucker. <laughs> All right. Next up is Adam, who is the one, the only, the ghost writer. Uh, so for those of you who don't know what a ghost writer is, it is a secret person that writes the stories for other people. And, you know, people that can't actually don't have talent themselves, which in this mm. case is the three of us. And mm. Adham spices us up with some some great literature. Thank you so much, Adham, for all of your art service and penis. It's kind of fucked up. He put that uh, put that dagger towards all of us in here. It's like he's messing with us. Yeah, dude, Adham, next time tone down Corey's horrible jokes. They yeah, they got real dark. <laughs> yeah. And 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 convoluted convoluted stories. We're not we're not memento yeah. here like Yeah, exactly. Cut the fat from Corey's stories next time, Adam, you piece. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up we got David Watt. Oh yeah. Best role in the game. Special guest screener mm. and I got to say home run this week. Yeah, David mm. Watt kills it every single time. <laughs> it super it good at their job. The episode. Good yeah. job. <laughs> it being the vibe of the episode. Yeah, David Watt <laughs> hit a home run this week, but it's actually a home run contest, and you get like a hundred chances at it, so he only got one. And him, what did we very, say about convoluted yeah. stories? <laughs> David Watt hit a home run, but it was I like agree. the episode of Always Sunny, where first they had to take a plane flight where they tried to drink 40-some beers, and then, yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah. The, the what challenge? I forgot who was that. Next up, we Wade got Wade Boggs. Boggs who, uh, yeah, Wade what? Boggs, yeah. <laughs> All right, next up, we got Gino <laughs> Batista. Uh, really wanted to be our main guest, um, but unfortunately, we, we learned last week that Gino just got locked up in a Mexican prison, uh, an even tougher prison this time, so really bad news there. But good news, he broke out of prison, but actually just went to visit family for the holidays but is now on his way back to prison, uh, so cannot be the special guest this week. That was a very impressive run on sentence. Thank you. Thank You're very you. welcome. Uh, blame Adam. <laughs> yeah, I do. I blame Adam <laughs> for so many more things than I should. <laughs> like, why is my relationship falling yeah. apart, Adam? <laughs> yep, or, exactly. Like, why can't I sleep or stay awake? Why am I Adham? suffering from seasonal depression, Adam? And why is the season summer, winter, spring, and fall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why do me and Brad why, both why grow up in a split home? Four seasons total depression. Oh god, that's actually I might try to get that. <laughs> that's a t-shirt we gotta uh, make, y'all. <laughs> oh, instead of four seasons total landscaping, four seasons total gonna, depression. Yeah, I might actually yes. yeah, that's and then the COVID on the back. <laughs> Holy shit, that's good. Writing it down so right good. fucking now. Four seasons total depression. Okay. (laughs) All right. Next up on our casting crew 
is Paul oh, Ka. Dramatic <laughs> drum roll. Sorowski. Thank you. That is a nice. BB's wall staring photographer. Anytime I'm looking at a wall, Paul's somehow in the same room as me in the corner taking photos of me. Mm. It's a little much, but what the life it? I've chosen. So <laughs> harmless so far. True. That is yeah. true. Sounds dark, <laughs> but it's actually been oh. very harmless. All right. <clears throat> I mean, the lighting's actually been pretty good, so it hasn't been that dark, <laughs> well, really. Some of the photos that didn't get posted. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got Max, who is Corey's linguistic coach. Uh, Corey, how's it been going? How's how's how, is this worth it? Oh, it's been fucking lit, fam. It's been so lit, fam. Well, shit. <laughs> Much like my dog, Corey has yep. regressed. Oh, <laughs> dang it. That's sad news about your dog, Hen. <laughs> about your dog, Brad. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, excuse me. We got Phil. Um, Phil, just... Honestly, what really can't I say about Phil? I mean, every day, Phil comes in here and just does it. Just gets it done, doesn't ask questions, and is really someone to look up look up to uh, and admire for the work Wait, ethic I that Phil does. To your question. Yeah. Uh, uh, his job. No, I mean, honestly, like, how you can't even categorize what Phil does. That is the sick thing is, like, he's doing it all, really. So, like, you can't just pin down one really good thing that is being facilitated by Phil. He's really just acting on a whole another level that's bringing up so many different things in the office all at once. So, yeah. It's a level I deign not go to. All right, we got JP. That is mm. our BVP general manager, uh, and he manages general things. It's much like Phil. We don't know what the fuck that means, but that's what JP does. So. <laughs> yeah, just just whenever something is going awry, JP is managing a different section yeah. of the company. That's, yeah, that's usually yeah. Uh, they didn't know. Yeah, what it was, was right happening. under their nose the entire time, yeah. but they were oblivious to it. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got Jason Florat, who is Corey's nemesis. Now, now I have a question though. So, yeah. a, a nemesis is is you know kind of I I think of like an evil arch nemesis that's you know that seeks to destroy their their victim yeah. right their their target. Of course. So why the hell is Jason switched games? <laughs> yeah, well he he's switched to try to get away from me. Um, but I'm following him into that game like an evil mysterious man, you know. I can't wait till you beat him in that game at something. That'd be so much fun. That's when I can actually just die. You know, I'll, I'll be, I'll be yeah, safe to just work die. Is done. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, we got Sultan Abasi, and that is our designated mana dark. God, let's see. I've been playing a lot of cube, so I would say my designated mana dark. It's just got to be Cultivator's mm -hmm. Caravan okay. for this week. I've dropped it. I was going to say Soul Ring, but <laughs> teach their own. <laughs> no, no. A lot of people no, are also no, no. drafting Soul Ring this week because of I don't know how that cube works, but <laughs> yeah, me neither. I, I might go take a look at it before it's gone, but I think it's gone now. All right. Next up, we got Eric Nall, who is a looming threat to humanity, and I got to say, is that a threat or a that? title? 
Is that a threat or a title? It's a threat to humanity. It's a title for the Bash Bros podcast. And I got to (laughs) say... Hey, guys, I'm going to knock on the door. I got to be right back. With all the various cult vibes we've got going on here, I would like to nominate myself to be a minion to bring about Eric's endgame of destruction of humanity. I've grown so dark inside my own soul that I can no longer recognize the beauty of, of humankind, and I now desire only for extermination. And I see that through Eric Nall. But you actually, you actively want to, you actually, you actively want to be a part of that, and not I just want to be watch part it. Of it. But you weren't part of trying to save it. Save what? Humanity. Right, I wasn't. No. Are we the baddies? <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> Oh, trick question. Everyone's a baddie. Anyway, next up, we got Garamaldi, who is our merch store manager. Now, for all of you that don't know, we do have a line of wonderful, fabulous Bash Bros merch uh, that you can get at our merch store. There's a link in the descriptions. And Garamaldi actually runs this. And now you might think that all of this is a joke because it is, except for the fact that Garamaldi does, in fact, run our merch store. That yeah, exists. That position exists. It is filled by uh, Garamelli. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm Corey Baumeister. And next up, we got Patrick, and that is our office party coordinator. And uh, yeah. oh wow, Corey, what does an office party coordinator do? The office parties that we don't celebrate anymore at the Bash Bros Podcast. That's because <laughs> we, right, sorry, we respect social and distancing, right, Corey? Yep. Yes, All we right. do. And next up, we got Filippos Galanis. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm loopy right now. Acceptable standardization supervisor handle- <laughs> handling organizational lethargy excellence, otherwise known as the asshole. Every company yes. must have one asshole, and ours is Filippos Fili- Galanis. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And I, I, always, thought, I always thought you had two assholes because – the CEO mm. is no, no, just from my a, personal that experiences. Oh. That would be a CEO. <laughs> I'm just joking. Steve Port is grass. All right. Uh, next, next up, we got Laura, who is our CEO. Uh, this is just a, you know, a position right. of power. Uh, does not bring anything to the company, just takes right. for their own. And Laura is right there to yeah. get it all. That sounds about right. And we got another person that doesn't do much around here. That is uh, Victor, and it's Brad's first place trophy holders. Uh, Since Brad's been a bridesmaid for so often, um, there's not too much holding. But luckily for us, Victor has a really bad back and couldn't hold too many of them Speaking of now having a really bad back, myself, (laughs) because (laughs) we've got Dr. Unks, who is our least important member of the casted crew, by an astronomical amount, because he is our resident proctologist. Our resident proctologist, indeed. Good thing it's, uh, you say our, but it's mostly just BBDs. It's just mine, and I hate every minute of it. Yes, I, as as I would, too. But anyway, that is our cast and crew. Again, thank you so much to all of you. Please have a wonderful holiday season. Stay safe. Be smart. Protect your family. Uh, and and try to enjoy it in the best way possible. I myself 
on Christmas Eve will be um, Skyping in with uh, my mom and stepdad and grandma as we uh, open our gifts that we sent each other. Um, and I hope you all find the best way possible for yourselves. Uh, but that'll do it for us. We're <laughs> going to enjoy our week and we'll be back next week to talk about that magic crap. Yep. Hope you all have a wonderful holidays. And I'm Corey Bellmeister and I do too. See ya. 